Hello and welcome to the Donor Egg Mama podcast for soul-led intended parents considering a donor egg pathway and parents of donor egg conceived children. I'm your host Adele O'Connor, a qualified fertility coach and proud donor egg mama. I'm just a normal mum that went on an extraordinary journey to conceive. I hope this podcast helps you in some way to break free from emotional overwhelm, face your fears and find the courage to move forward and bring that baby that's on your heart into your reality. Let's talk openly about our emotions and all topics donor egg IVF. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to my very first episode. I'm your host Adele O'Connor and this podcast has been on my heart for a very long time. Today I want to talk about a little bit about my fertility journey and what led me to become a proud donor egg mama but more importantly the message that I want to get over to you is my biggest regret and that was my emotions. My emotions held me back and delayed me from becoming a mum for two whole years. Do you know, I feel like there's plenty of information out there. There's Facebook groups, there's forums, and it's all about this journey from a medical point of view. And, you know, we can make appointments and see a fertility specialist and we can find out what medical protocols work well for us and what have worked well for other people. And that's all really fantastic information. We're able to, you know, Google and we're able to read other people's experiences how it processes went for them from a medical point of view. And we're so lucky to live in this age where information is so widely available. But what really interests me is how are you going with the emotional side of the donor egg pathway? How are you dealing with the loss of your own eggs? How are you going with the huge burden of worry, thinking about how will my future child feel when they know that they are they were conceived via an egg donor. From my point of view, I don't think these topics are spoken about enough. And that's the inspiration behind this podcast, as well as my biggest regret, which I'll get to later. When I was on my journey, I felt like my emotions and my beliefs held me back. And I'm wondering if you feel like that too. So I hope by sharing a bit about my story and how it panned out and how I feel five years on as a mum of an egg donor conceived child, that this might help you to avoid similar mistakes and learn and provide you with some insights into a donor egg journey, more from an emotional point of view. And if I can help one person by sharing some of my knowledge and experiences, then my work is done. And I hope that one person is you. So let's dive into this episode. So the reason why I needed to use an egg donor was low egg quality due to my age. And once I found that out from our fertility specialists, you know, I felt really alone. I didn't know anybody that had been through a donor egg process. Eventually, for a friend of a friend, I did find somebody that I could talk to who had had success finding an egg donor. And they ended up going to Cape Town in South Africa to do their donor egg IVF cycle. And they used a fertility specialist called Dr. Bernstein. Him and his team, based in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, helped to coordinate their trip. And they have two beautiful boys. So I took their recommendation. I was living in the eastern suburbs of Sydney at the time. And so I went along to see Dr. Bernstein and his team. 
and went over to South Africa, found a wonderful egg donor, and our beautiful donor was 26. And, you know, I guess by using a younger egg from my beautiful donor and the medical protocol from Dr. Bernstein, yeah, it all worked. I was one of the really lucky ones. I had a successful cycle first time. It doesn't happen like that for everybody. I was really, really lucky. And now we have a wonderful five-year-old son. And that could be it, the end of my story. And so, you know, I only did two rounds of IVF with my own eggs um, because I was 42 at the time, um, or I started trying at 42. And I think I was lucky that my IVF specialist said to us, you know, to be honest, I, I really, I really advise you to go straight to find an egg donor. And, you know, I'm really grateful that she, that she gave us that advice because it, you know, it, it got me there faster to become a mum. However, this is what's led me to, you know, do this podcast, to become a fertility coach, to be fascinated by emotional processing, emotional health, because my biggest challenge was that in 2014, when I found out that I needed to use a donor egg, my emotions, my emotions was my biggest challenge. It wasn't finances. It wasn't my body. It was my mind. It was my emotions. They were the one thing that held me back. And that's why I'm putting this podcast together. That's why I want to help other people because I know if I had that struggle and I'm sure other people will be having that struggle too. And I don't, personally, I don't feel like there is that many people out there helping with the emotional struggle of a donor egg pathway. So, you know, why? Why did it take me two years to um, get through that, all that emotional turmoil? Well, we all have stress in our lives, right? You know, we all have stress. And a fertility journey is that extra overlay on top of the normal stress of, you know, life in this modern age. And then, of course, you know, curveballs present themselves at the most inopportune moments. I had a, a lot of stress going on at that time with um, my father. My father was really sick. He passed away during those two years. He had cancer. So it was a tough, tough time, a tough time. But I wonder, I ask myself, is there a better way to deal with emotional stress? Does it have to, you know, do we, does it have to be time? Does it have to take so much time? Was there a way, could I become a mum sooner? Did I need to lose those two years? And I guess that's what makes me a little bit sad about the whole process. I just wish I'd done it sooner. I think a question that I get asked, is there any, do you have any regrets about having to use a donor egg? And yeah, of course I would have, you know, of course it would have been nice to use my own eggs and conceive in the natural, normal way that most of the population does. But then I wouldn't have the beautiful boy, the beautiful personality, you know, my gorgeous boy that we love and adore. And yeah, the whole, um, the whole process and everything that my husband and I went through to have our child actually you know, made us stronger it really did made us stronger and uh, you know you, I don't regret any anything but I question and what I've learned is wow the emotional overwhelm hold, held me back and that's to me is that makes me sad that 
I lost two years of being a parent that I could have been a parent sooner because of emotional overwhelm. And, you know, of course, we learn from challenges that happen in our lives. And that has become something that I've become fascinated by. I've been becoming fascinated by emotional health and better ways to process emotions and deal with these big, difficult emotions as they arise so we can flow a bit more dynamically in life rather than getting stuck. Because I I really, truly experienced getting stuck for two years. So, you know, emotions can show up when considering a donor egg pathway. They're huge. You've already been on such a huge journey already to get to this point. How do you move forward with clarity? How can you break free from all of these overwhelming emotions and feelings? And I'm wondering what's showing up for you right now. Are you feeling grief? Are you feeling regret? Are you feeling sadness? Are you feeling disappointment with your own body? Are you feeling fearful about the whole process, about the future? Do you feel anxious about the past? Are you balancing hope and self-protection at the same time? It's so much. These emotions affect our mental health, our physical health, relationships, how we interact socially and how we function. And this is all on top of the medical protocols, the financial stress, the logistics that you may be juggling if you have to consider going overseas or even interstate or whatever your situation is, navigating a donor egg pathway it's stressful. There's a lot to consider, a lot to think about, a lot to organize and a lot to pay for. Personally, I try to find help to deal with these emotions, found a counselor and that was useful. It helped me to understand what was going on for me emotionally and to acknowledge it. However, for me personally, it didn't help me move forward because I was still stuck. I was still stuck in fear and overwhelm. I think reflecting back on that time, what might have been helpful is some additional practical support and perhaps some you know, bite-sized goals to start moving forward. And since that time, I, I'm really hungry for learning. I've you know done so many courses on self-development and I've become a freedom fertility formula specialist, which is all about emotional processing. These are things I've learned. There are so many things I've learned now that I think would have been really useful to me back in 2014. And so now I'd love to share this, you know, my experiences and my knowledge with intended parents going on a donor egg pathway to parenthood. Because let's think about how have we been taught to deal with emotions what are our coping mechanisms right now? So, you know, we we stay busy, we distract, or we shut down. So, you know, you might find that if you're, you know, you're stressed, you're feeling lots of big, difficult emotions, you throw yourself into work, whatever you, you do to stay busy in order to not to think about what's going on. Um, you might want to distract yourself with, you know, binging Netflix, eating foods that might not be helpful, might even be sabotaging. We want to go to alcohol, um, whatever we do to distract from, whatever we can do to distract from those difficult feelings. And sometimes we just want to shut down. We just want to, you know, find some peace in sleep. You know, when we sleep and then you wake up and unfortunately all those emotions and feelings are still there 
and we might have had a little bit of break whilst we've been sleeping, then it's all there when you wake up. So, you know, society has taught us to to deal with difficult emotions by, oh, yeah, you know, just calm, just don't worry. You know, if you're feeling angry, calm down or think positive. And it, that feels, it feels like too much of a gap, right? There's too much of a gap between where you're feeling and trying to flip that into a positive. That doesn't really help you know, does it? Is there, a, is there another way? Is there another way of dealing with these difficult emotions? I mean, something that I've been learning about emotional processing from my fantastic teacher, uh, Danny Griffiths, who has a um, Instagram account, The Feeling Zone, all the links will be in the show notes. And this is what she teaches, which I, you know, I really love, I've been practicing it. And I teach my coaching clients this too. And it's just to have a much greater awareness of your emotions and to think of your emotions not as, you know, difficult feelings that need to be shut down, that need to be distracted from, but to think of your emotions as as messengers, you know, messengers of your soul that want to, like an inner navigation system that wants to guide you, that wants to help you. So even when you're feeling really sad and it doesn't feel good, when we acknowledge our emotions and actually thank them for showing up, we can start to view our emotions in a different way. If you like, I'll take you take you through a, a little process that I do all the time when I'm I'm noticing that I'm I'm feeling a big emotion. This is what I do. I, I put my hand on my heart. I just take a moment, take a breath, and I notice and I acknowledge. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sadness showing up. I'm feeling really sad. And then I thank sadness for showing up. Thank you. Thank you for showing up sadness. What are you trying to guide me towards? You know, what is this emotion trying to guide me towards? What's the next best step? What's the ne- next best action step that I can take? And when you start to think about that, what's sadness trying to guide me towards? you become a bit practiced at doing it and you'll you'll yeah you should get an instant kind of feeling an instant message in your head i call it a download often sadness is trying to guide you towards healing it's just a message from your your soul saying you need some more time to heal and so if we need more time to heal what practical step that we can take to ensure that we give ourselves time to heal. So what is that for you? Is that carving out some time to do a a nice peaceful meditation? Is it carving out some time to go on a beautiful walk in nature? Is it reaching out to somebody to get some help because you're feeling really overwhelmed with sadness and other feelings and you recognize that you might need some help to heal? It's different for everybody for the circumstances that you've been through and you're going through now. But I hope that's helpful to share. That's something that I do for myself. So using a donor egg, it increases your chances massively of becoming pregnant. Generally, it's around 5% chances of IVF working, especially when you're, you know, in your 40s. And your chances, you know, can go up to 50% and more by using a a younger egg, a healthy egg from a egg donor that's been through, you know, medical tests, etc. 
you know, sometimes donors are as young as 19, 20. Um, I think it's recommended to use, you, you know, generally, certainly some, most agencies overseas would use a donor from, I think, around the age 19 to 32, 33. So the egg quality, obviously, of a egg that age is going to be generally good quality. And especially if you are trying to conceive later in life, this is going to give you increased chances. So you can do that for yourself. Of course, using a, a donor egg increases your chances massively. However, it's still helpful to do some inner work and look after your emotional health. Working on mind-body connection can also maximize your chances of pregnancy. But more than anything, it can help you move through the process with less stress and more confidence. And I think for me, that was the big thing. During that two years that it took me to move forward, it was because I was so overwhelmed with all of these big emotions that I didn't know what to do with. And I was frightened. I was really scared and I needed more confidence to move forward. And if you're feeling like that too, I hope that this podcast might give you some ideas to help you to move forward. So my message for you today in this very first episode is to be aware of your emotional health whilst going through this process. Listen to your emotions and acknowledge them and don't get caught up and stuck in overwhelm. If you need some help, seek out a specialist in emotional processing and preferably someone who understands the donor egg pathway and all the things there are to consider. If you're resonating with what I've got to say and you're drawn to my energy, then please reach out to me. I'd love to connect and help in any way. I'm a fertility coach and a massage therapist and I've been working mainly with women for many, many years in this field and it's my absolute passion to help others. Perhaps you'd like to share your donor egg pathway experience with me on this podcast. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. In my next episode, I'm going to dive deeper into the seven stages of grief and how this might be showing up for you. You might have just found out that you need to consider finding an egg donor or you're in the thick of a journey and are feeling overwhelmed by sadness and not sure how to deal with it and what to do with those big, difficult feelings. I hope episode two helps you in some way. And until then, bye for now. Dear listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, you might want to join my free Facebook group called Donor Egg IVF Emotion Support. It's for attended parents considering a donor egg pathway. There are beautiful people there from all over the world, and I'd love to see you there too. If you're interested in connecting or finding out more about the online courses that I offer, all the links are in my show notes. Sending love and bye for now.